We're back with a brand new season of the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. Please welcome your host, Andy Hoyle! Hello, it's the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. Four contestants across the month, and this time we're opening it up to the Distinct Nostalgia team. Now, in round one, Kurt Brooks from the team scored 15 points... Andrew Edwards is contestant number two. Now, there's a specialist round where you get to answer 15 questions on your favourite TV show or film or character, whatever you choose. Then 10 general knowledge questions. And then finally, a celebrity round. Whoever gets the most points at the end of the month is crowned the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month and wins that Distinct Nostalgia mug. And even I haven't got one of those. Right, Andrew, thanks for joining us on the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. First of all, tell us, what is your role uh, within our team? I'm the head of research, and that runs across lots of productions that we do made in Manchester. And very often, um, I am trying to find people for interviews relating to the brief of the programme that we have. And that might be literally... um, who was the right-hand person for a freedom fighter in Angola in the 70s? Could you find this person? It might be the person who piloted the legislation through the French Parliament to abolish the death penalty, Robert, Robert Badante. Um, it could be anything and everyone. It's, it's an incredible uh, role. Basically, I'm asked to, to find six impossible people by yesterday. That's, <laughs> that's who, I'm, who I am. That's kind of, in a nutshell, what I do, and I absolutely love it. So as part of your job then involved in Distinct Nostalgia, so uh, an interest in archive, film and television and stuff from the past generally? I'm not going to in any way, as will be demonstrated shortly, I'm sure, pass myself off as an expert, but I do spend a significant amount of my time dealing with archives. That's absolutely part of my role. Uh, It's playing to my strength because I do love old film and telly. Um, I hope I'm going to equip myself well, but we shall see. Okay, well, let's find out then. First of all, tell us what you've chosen as your uh, specialist subject. Well, during uh, lockdown, I discovered Frasier some 17 years after everybody else stopped enjoying it when it finished in 2004. I discovered Frasier. Where had it been? Where have I been? How could I possibly have missed this? I have a dear, dear friend who loves Frasier, tried for years to get me into it, thought, nope, not guessing it. Then for some reason, I found it on my own during lockdown. Uh, Channel 4 replays it constantly. Um, and I found I developed a serious Fraser habit. So there, that's my story. Fraser. OK, fantastic. Well, here come your 15 questions on Frasier. You ready? Well, as ready as I ever will be. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm OK, give these my, are... I'll give it my best shot. These are multiple choice. So here we go with question one. Straightforward this, in which year did Frasier first broadcast on NBC in the United States? Was it 1991, 92 or 93? 1993. Is correct. First point on the board. Question two. What was the name of the radio station that Frasier works for? Does he work for oh. KACL, KUBE, or KMWA? 
KACL. It's correct. Now, question three. In the season one episode, Call Me Irresponsible, Frazier recommends that a caller break up with her girlfriend, Catherine, and then comes to the radio station to confront Frazier. Can you name the British actress that plays Catherine? Was it Helen Mirren, Amanda Donohoe, or Tracy Ullman? Brilliant questions, brilliant questions. I'll say something in a minute. It was actually Amanda Donohue. It was, yes. They had people ringing in, celebrity people ringing in, because it was an uh, advice show that he ran, and he had celebrity callers ringing in, and the person who was the last voice as a guest ringing in was Helen Mirren. Ah, fantastic. Sad that I know that, isn't it? But there you go. Yeah. OK, on to question four. Actor Dan Butler played KACL's sports presenter, Bob Briscoe, whose gonzo sports show followed Frazier's. But what was his nickname? Did they call him Big Man, Ball Boy or Bulldog? Bulldog. Is correct. And question five. Frasier was, of course, a spin-off of the highly successful sitcom Cheers. Many of the characters from Cheers made appearances in Frasier. Now, not including Frasier himself... Which Cheers character was the first to make an appearance in Frasier? Was it Frasier's ex-wife, Lilith Sternin? Was it Cheers owner, Sam Malone? Or was it Frasier's former fiancée, Diane Chambers? I'm going to say Lilith. Um, uh, That's my guess, Lilith. It's a good one, yeah, you're absolutely right. Five out of five so far. Question six then. Martin Crane's live-in physical therapist, Daphne Moon, comes from which British city? Is she from Sheffield, Liverpool or Manchester? She's Manchester. It's correct. And question seven. Much of Frasier takes place in a coffee shop, which the cast regularly visit. What's it called? Is it Café Nervosa, Espresso Stop or Jitters? It's Café Nervosa. It is. And we're on to question eight. In the season four episode, Are You Being Served?, Frazier and his brother Niles find a journal belonging to their deceased mother. The journal makes references to the personalities of Frazier and Niles, who the Crane boys assume are them, only to discover their mother was in fact referring to animals in a laboratory. What animals were they? Were they dogs, rats or monkeys? Rats. Rats is correct. Well done. <laughs> it's a great episode. It's, it's, I mean, it's total genius. They find this journal, they, you think that she's talking about them. Then they discover that actually she was, she was a scientist and she was discussing um, her animals. It's so clever. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Question nine. Which phrase does Frazier use to greet callers to his show? Does he say, the doctor is in? 
What seems to be the trouble? Or I'm listening. I love it. He says, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> he does indeed. Question. I've watched, I seem to have watched this programme, I think. I think we can see I've watched it. <laughs> it, it. It would appear so, yes. Question 10. At the end of season five, after speaking to KACL's new owner, Frazier unwittingly convinces him to fire all the staff and take the station in a new direction, playing music 24 hours a day. But what genre of music is it? Is it salsa, heavy metal or jazz? It's salsa. It is. Question 11. Roz is Frazier's producer at KACL. But what is her character's surname? Is she Roz O'Brien, Mullany or Doyle? She's Roz Doyle. She is. Played by Perry Gilpin. Question 12. Kenny Daly, played by Tom McGowan, is the long-standing station manager at KACL, but in which season did he first appear? Was he first in season four, five or six? Oh, I think that's my Waterloo. Um, We're going to have to take a complete guess. My thought process, it's not six because he's there by then. So it's either season four or season five. And I'm trying for the life of me to remember which it is. Um, Right, I'm going to plump for one. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to say season five. You've gone for the right one. It is season five. You're 100% record intact. That was a complete guess. That was a complete guess. There's a wonderful thing with Mercedes Rule, who, who's his predecessor, and Fraser has an affair with her. And I think she's the one that leaves in order for Kenny to come, I think. But anyway, thank you for that. How about that? Great, yeah. Question 13, then. Eddie, Martin Crane's Jack Russell Terrier, was a much-beloved member of the cast. But can you tell me what was Eddie's real name? Was it Bear, Moose or Chipmunk? I think it's Moose, but Eddie was played by a couple of dogs, dogs who were related, a dog and their son kind of thing. And uh, anyway, I think the answer is Moose. Moose is the answer, yes, well done. How about that? <laughs> Question 14. Daphne claims to have which paranormal ability? <laughs> Telekinesis, mind control, or is she psychic? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's the source of a lot of fantastic humour um, where she gets things, constantly gets things wrong or, or, or not necessarily wrong, but I, right in a very unexpected, unpredictable way. Psychic. I'm a little bit psychic. I'm a little bit psychic. That's, uh, that's Daphne. <laughs> You're right, of course. Right, question 15, and this one for 100% record in round one. Wow. Oh, no pressure there, no, no. pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> So, in the show's memorable theme tune, star Kelsey Grammer sings about what type of eggs? Poached eggs, scrambled eggs, or scotch eggs? It's scrambled eggs, because it's tossed salad and scrambled eggs. And what's curious, what's really curious is that I'm not sure, You maybe you know the answer to this, I didn't think 
that in America they had scrambled eggs. I, th- I thought um, it was like kind of um, eggs over easy and lots of dis- different descriptions. It was, it was a surprise to me that they actually knew of scrambled eggs because I didn't think they had that. But anyway, the answer is scrambled eggs. It is scrambled eggs and that is 15 out of 15. Fantastic. Wow. That's amazing. I'm delighted by that. That's incredible. Brilliant. Right, OK. So on to the next round. This is general entertainment knowledge. Okay, here's ten of these. Again, they're multiple choice. Question one. Which of these three ITV regional networks went on air first? Grampian, Border or Scottish TV? Oh, that's a killer question, that. Um, Grampian, Border or Scottish well, they will have all gone very similar, very close to each other, but I don't know the answer, so I have to take a complete guess. Um, I'm going to guess Scottish. And that is the right answer. It was Scottish TV in 1957, the first one of those to go on. Wow. Wow. How about that? OK, question two. Which of these ITV presenters became well-known for presenting the regional news in their area and also hosting a popular long-running kids show. Was it Richard Whiteley at Yorkshire Television? Was it Richard Maidley at Yorkshire and Granada? Or was it Fred Dinage at Southern? I could never pronounce his name. I always wanted to pronounce it Fred Dinage. Don't ask me why. It um, might have been written that way. I don't know. Fred Dinage, wonderful name. And it, the programme was how. It was. Any any of the other presenters of How can you think of? There's no points for this. Oh, yes, there was... Uh, hold on a minute. There was <laughs> someone called Mandy, whose name I cannot remember, and there was someone who, I think it was called Jack, who was a kind of wildlife and did, did nature programmes. Jack Hargreaves. Yes, yes, yeah. Jack Hargreaves, I remember yeah. that's right. He's, he's, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that sticks in my mind, along with Fred, who always seemed to get things wrong. Question three, on which network... Did Breakfast TV first air in the UK? Was it TVAM on ITV? Was it Yorkshire TV with Good Morning Calendar? Or was it Breakfast Time on BBC One? Well, the trouble is that TVAM and BBC at Breakfast Time, they were bitter rivals. But it's perfectly possible that um, Yorkshire had its own breakfast television first. Having said that, I think that's a bit of a red herring. So I'm going to plump for... It's either, it's either Breakfast Time or TVM, and I'm going to say BBC Breakfast Time. You should have stuck with your first thought. It's the Yorkshire one. Yorkshire TV predated really? them with Good Morning well, Calendar. There you go. Shout out for Yorkshire, which, of course, as we know, is the centre of the known universe. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> right, question four. Here's... I think this is a tricky one, but we'll see. How many different actors have played Ben Mitchell in EastEnders? Have there been four, six or three? We'll be back after a quick break. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It it only takes structure. And, And, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do 
do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You know I mean, yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, right? yeah, oh, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying, oh, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, me, we all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I got a lot, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got a lot. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit sick. Right, it's not six. It's either four or three. Um, I'm gonna say three. You ruled out the wrong one. There have, in fact, been six different Ben Mitchells. No. Yeah. Really? I'll get my coat. I'll get my coat. <laughs> no, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. Well, I've done okay in the in the, the, the specialist ones, but these general ones are foxing me a bit. Okay. Question five. This is another EastEnders question. No Which way. of these was not a producer of EastEnders? John York... Darren Little or Dominic Treadwell Collins was not a producer was not a producer of EastEnders right Darren Little is um, a script editor script writer who was big on Coronation Street and then famously switched I think to East, EastEnders so I'd be absolutely staggered if, if he'd become a producer so whereas John York was either producer or executive producer, as indeed was Dominic Treadwell Collins. So that an executive producer is still, still a producer. So um, I'm going to say it's Darren Little. Well worked out. Yeah, that's correct. Question six then. In 1970 and 71, oh June Brown... <laughs> June Brown starred in Coronation Street as Mrs Parsons in a storyline... Linked to which main street character? Was her son getting organ lessons from Annie Walker? Was he getting organ lessons from Martha Longhurst? Or was he getting organ lessons from Ina Sharples? And this is 1970? 1970 and 71. You've mentioned Martha Longhurst. And everybody knows, I hope, that Martha Longhurst famously perished in the snug about sixes. So it definitely wasn't Martha Longhurst. So it's either... I'm going to get this hobby wrong. I'm going to guess Violet Carson as Ina Sharples simply because I'm fairly certain she played the piano and I would guess the organ. So I'm going to guess Violet Carson as Ina Sharples. And you're absolutely right. It was Ina Sharple. How about that? How about that? I'm loving these questions, but you don't forget them wrong. (laughs) I am so enjoying this. I'm having a great old wallow. Thank you, Andy. This is fantastic. You're very welcome. I'm glad you're enjoying the questions. This one, though, is coming a little bit closer to now, a bit more up to date. So see what Ah. you make of this. Question seven. In what year did Big Brother swap channels from Channel 4 to Channel 5. Did that happen in 2009, in 2010, or 2011? Uh, This is a complete guess because I have not watched Big Brother for uh, an amount of years, so I'm completely out of touch with Big Brother. I think 2009 is too early, and the same for 2011. I'm going to guess 2011. It's correct, it is 2011, yeah. 
Back to the 1970s now for this one, question eight. And it's about ITN's News at One, which began on ITV in 1974, with Leonard Parkin and Peter Sissons as alternating regular newscasters. But from 72 to 74, the lunchtime news was presented by Robert Key from 12.40 to 1pm. But what was the name of that programme? Was it called Lunchtime Report, First Report or Midday News? Fantastic questions. It was called First Report. Spot on, yes. Well done. Yeah. Good one. I remember it. I remember Robert Key. These are wonderful to remember. Um, And I think we should just mention Reginald Bosenkey and Gordon Honeycomb just for the sake of it as well. Brilliant, yeah. Right, I, I like this question. See if you like it as well. Question nine. What was the famous multicolored swap shop telephone number that was used from series two onwards? Was it 01 822 8055? Was it 01 8055? Or was it 01 8055? Oh my god. I, you know, I, I'm not sure that's a hard enough question. I do think you should have asked me who made the sandwiches for Hilda Baker in 1974. <laughs> I'm, I'm rather upset you haven't asked me that because, of course, I'd have no chance of knowing it. Um, right, there you go. Um, this is, I have absolutely no idea. So, um, uh, the last one, no idea. You're doing brilliant at the guessing as well, because it is the last one, C. Yes, it is. <laughs> 01811 I, mean, I must just say, I must get a little hand on this watch. <laughs> <laughs> now, it is the music question. There's five points available here, but you do need to hum, tralala, or sing for at least ten seconds but you get to choose which one of these you think you know. So do you know the theme tune to Prisoner Cell Block H, University Challenge, or One Foot in the Grave? I think I'll do One Foot in the Grave. Okay, five points up for grabs if you can la-la-la ten seconds of One Foot in the Grave. Okay, I'll have a go. One foot in the grave. Eric Idle. I think he wrote it as well, actually. Fabulous. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So you do get your five extra points. Woo! One foot in the I grave. think the American expression, way to go, feels appropriate that, at this yes, point. Yes, I think so. So you are on... <laughs> you are on 27 points. Ooh, er. Uh. But we've not quite finished yet. Ooh, Because uh. you've got the chance to gamble on the celebrity Ooh. round. Now, in the celebrity round, if you go for it, 
and get the question right, you get five more points. Right. But if you gamble and get it wrong, you lose ten. Or... Oh, my God. Or you can choose to stick. It's entirely up to you. So you can gamble, get it right and gain five, get it wrong and lose ten, or you can stick on 27. I'm not going to tell you the question, but I will tell you the choice of celebrity. You can choose between Christabel Finch, who played Tracy Barlow number one, or Dawn Acton, who played Tracy number three. Or you can say, no thanks. And then if I get it wrong, I lose 10 points. Yes. I'll be honest, I've listened to the interview Ashley did with Christabel Finch, Mm -hmm. and very good it is too. But I haven't caught up yet with the interview he's done with Dawn Acton. So I think it's too risky. Okay. Um... Might have a reasonable chance at Christopher Fritz because I heard the interview, but I don't know that much about Don Acton, so I think it's too risky, unfortunately. So I'm going to say stick. Okay, so you stick on 27 points, and that is where we leave this edition of the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. Andrew, thank you very much indeed for joining us. I think I've acquitted myself well, actually. I'm happy. I think so. Um, I've enjoyed it tremendously, Andy. That was such fun. Thank you very much. Fabulous. Thank you, Andrew. The Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz is presented by Andy Hoyle and is an MIM production. 